Welcome to the Perspectives with Catherine Toon podcast. All right, everybody. I am so excited uh, to bring to you someone you may not have heard of, unless you, however you go. Um, Stephen Dassault. Did I say that correctly? I love it. It flows. It's a beautiful name. Um, And for a really beautiful person with an incredible journey that will bless your socks off. And I'll also help you in your journeys. Um, so welcome, Stephen. I'm so glad to have you on. It's been taking a little bit for us to get this coordinated, but yay. Now you're, are you still in Turkey? You seem to be like traveling yes. everywhere. Okay. All the way yes. from Turkey. Yes. So that's so great. But, uh, and you can tell us a, uh, a little bit in your story about where you actually came from <laughs> and how that worked out. But I'm just going to give you a, 20,000 foot view of Stephen and the stuff that he's done, his bio. Um, so I'm just going to read it. So Stephen founded Salesforce as a powerful speaker, certified life and business transformational coach, and has so far spoken and coached thousands of people on the subjects such as potential, life of possibilities, sales habits, impact leadership, how to bring drastic growth in your business. <laughs> the art, I haven't heard of drastic growth, but let's do it. The art yeah. of self-coaching, beautiful, um, DC psychology, etc. He is interviewed by his peers as a charismatic dreamer. I love that. Who undoubtedly believes in unleashing the human potential to break boundaries and consistently redefine people's limits. Gorgeous. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And you have such a story. So, um, Stephen, just kind of hit us with, um, where you came from. And I mean, you've been through some stuff. You're a yeah. young, you're a young guy and, but you have been through some stuff. Um, and your story is really incredible and that's just going to bless people. So yeah. So we want to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Catherine, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for making this happen. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> I think nowadays, uh, you know, being selfless, uh, it's, it's something that we need to praise. We need to support. We need to value because the truth is everybody nowadays is thinking about themselves. Okay. Like yeah. in this world we are in right now, everybody. Yeah, self, 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 self. Protecting their corners, you know, with their masks, with their vaccines and everything, right? So, so Catherine, I just want to say thank you so much for, for being the person that you are, for, for standing for who you are, you know, and that is so awesome. That is so, so valuable. And I guess that's why we're here, you know, that's why we're here. So, so, um, Catherine, I have, um, how do I say this? Let me say, I have a personal culture. Okay. So whenever I do like, you know, webinars or talks, you know, I, I always tell people that, look, uh, we, we have to have fun and we, we gotta be real. So yes. uh, to your, your listeners <laughs> to your, uh, and to yourself, I just want to first ask the permission to be real. Okay. Cause oh I mean, goodness. we gotta be real. Nowadays, you know, everything is, is fake. It's filters and, and Instagram. I want to be real. Okay. Oh, please. <laughs> oh my God. That's so refreshing. Thank you. Yes. Please, please be the real you. Um, because that's the most glorious, beautiful you. That's the one that trans, like you be you. That is transformational to showing up as you and not as a 
you know, whatever. Oh, thank and, you for, yes, you not only have so, permission, I'm asking you to be real. So this will be great. This will work. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much, Catherine. So um, I'm originally from Togo, T-O-G-O. It's a little country in West Africa. Um, north to the south is about 600 kilometers and east to the west is 180 kilometers. As of today, there's about 7.8 million people there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I mean, we, we grew so fast. In just the last 10 years, we were about 4 million people. Okay, that wow. tells you that. You guys are growing. <laughs> tells you that. Uh, yeah, big time. And, and I mean, my father, I mean, my family has been nine of, I mean, nine of us. We definitely had something to do with those seven point, point eight million people, right? <laughs> so I, I grew up in a little two you did, bedroom you did house. Your part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We yes. definitely did our part. So I grew up in a two bedroom house in Togo, West Africa. And um, I know what it is to have five boys sharing one bed, okay? I know what it is to sleep on the floor. I know what it is to sleep at night and to have some cockroaches, you know, running around and, you know, trying to try, 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 try to take your space on, or, you know, on whatever corners you are sleeping, you know, okay? You're fighting with the cockroaches for space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so I grew up in the, you know, in those little uh, uh, back streets of Togo, West Africa. But the truth is, uh, I mean, I usually say that I grew up in humble conditions, but the truth is we were poor. Okay. And usually there's when you grew up in with that, yeah. Sorry, what did you say? I said there's a lot of pain with that, right? There, I mean, real poverty. Sure. Yeah, definitely mm-hmm. real poverty. Mm-hmm. And, and usually when people grow up in, in circumstances like that, mm-hmm. it kind of shapes, you know, a lot of who they are. Therefore, uh, their vision, their vision of what they could be becomes much smaller. Yeah. But truth be told, I just had a certain voice in me and I call that voice the voice of God. Okay. Yes. I just had a certain voice in me that whispered to me every single day. And I mean, literally every single day that, that I could be just a little bit more than what I see around me. Okay. I mean, I, I love the scripture that says that we walk by faith, not by sight. So we walk by, no, not by what we see, but what we could truly be based on what we believe we can be. So when, when, when I grew up and I mean, went through school, I finished my high school at the age of 15 and by, by 18 already, I was doing my, my first degree in economics. Um, I, I was like, you know what? Here's where, here's where my country is. You know, as of today, people still earning less than $50 per month. Okay. Don't hear me well. I didn't say per day. I said per month. That's what people were living on back in my country right now. Right. And, and I looked at that. I'm like, you know what? Here is the voice that is telling me that, you know, I could just be something, something right. different, something a little bit more. Okay. I could be somebody perhaps of impact. I don't know what it is that I could be, but it's the voice to say, look, if you can be a little more courageous, if you can decide to do things differently, look at the world differently, you have the chance to be someone different. Right. Okay. And, and, and I listen to that voice and I say, you know what? Mom, dad, you know what? Um, I know that I have not even reached 18 yet, but I am going to leave home. Okay, I'm going to leave home and I, and I want to go to a different country that could offer me the opportunities. I tried the United States. It was a failure. Visa wasn't given. I tried Europe, failure too. And I asked myself, okay, so where is the nearest African country that could allow me those opportunities? And I took the map and I was like, you know what? 
I'm going to go to South Africa. Now, mm-hmm. you got to understand, like those days I had my little hustle that I would do, sell computer accessories here and there. Now, that whatever money I had, along with the one my mom and my dad would borrow, if you put that together, it will still take me almost six to seven years to, 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 to buy a flight ticket. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so I decided, you know what? Look, I don't know. I don't care what it takes, you know, whether it's my flight or by work or by whatever. I'm going to get to that destination. And so I took my backpack, bunch of clothes, jeans, this and that in it. And I, and, 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 I, and, I, and I was gone. Okay? And I was gone. Now the journey from one side of the continent to the next, you know, going from one country after the other and meeting all people going through, you know, very crazy situations. I mean, being at the verge of death sometimes. And, and, and when we, when I'm talking about this, uh, um, Catherine, I, I'm talking about real stuff. I'm talking about things that you see people that you're working with falling dead by your side. Oh and, 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 and in those 18 months, Catherine, truth be told, my family thought I was dead. Yeah. Cause, cause I mean, I didn't, yeah, I didn't have any, wow. I didn't have any. I could call home with you. I didn't have any money. I remember that, that the phone I used then was, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know if you remember this, these Nokia's, uh, oh, 17. I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mine was something practical about mine was that first of all, I held the battery with, with a rubber band. You know, the rubber band you used to hold money. Okay. Yeah. Oh, let me get my video going. Keep going. I held, I held my battery with, with those rubber bands. Mm-hmm. And then, and then my, my phone had no, no keyboard. The keyboard was in gum. Okay. So I, I, I would have, um, a pocket of matches. And every time it would ring, I would take out the matches and excuse me, and then press the matches and pick the call. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. so, so I mean, ev- eventually I arrived in South Africa and I, and I thought if I had arrived in South Africa, you know, things, things would be great, but the truth is, Things were not okay. I have done all kind of jobs that you could ever, ever, ever think of. Right. Okay? I have, I have been a security person living on the premises, sleeping on a piece of box. Okay. I was, I was homeless. I had lived off dust beans. Okay. I mean, I, I remember when, when I was that security guard that was, that was uh, a general worker at the same time. That was a carpenter at the same time. That was the master at the same time. And I worked at this place for four months. They didn't pay me a cent. And guess what I had to do to survive, Catherine? I had to leave off expired food that was thrown away by a supermarket wow. at their back door. Wow. That's hard. That is, so, that is a, a whole other level of hard. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and eventually I, I was renting this shack. Okay. This shack made out of cardboard and the rent was $20, but I couldn't even afford it. Okay. Wow. But while I went through all those circumstances, mm-hmm. Catherine, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, that that voice never kept quiet. Okay. Wow. And, and I mean, I would meet, I would meet yes. people and, and I would meet people that would ask me, but, but, you know, why are you going through all of this? Why don't you just give up and go home? Mm-hmm. I said, no, I believe yes. in the voice. Of yes. I believe that. You were I listening to the right voice. voice. You were yes. listening to the right voice because there are probably a lot of, voices in one way or the other speaking to you and you are listening to the right voice. Yeah. When the, when things seem to reverse and get worse as you were mm-hmm. pursuing and following the voice, right? Yeah. True that. Yeah. Wow. So wow, wow, wow. Keep going. That's so, good. So 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 I remember very well it was a Wednesday afternoon and um, I was at my street hawking stand. I mean 
at some point I, I, I managed to, you know, gather like just a little bit of money. I think my capital was what, like $30. So I bought like, you know, a couple of things. I was selling like cigarettes, Apple, and this and that, just whatever that I could afford my $20 rent with. Okay. Mm-hmm. And just keep me going. And, and, and being that check that mice will come and eat your food and bully you on top. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you had, with the you had mice. and the mice. This is the problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not funny, but it kind of is. So, all right, keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Catherine, I mean, um, that Wednesday afternoon, I went back to my street parking stand, you know, like, like excited more than ever, enthusiastic more than ever. And I'll be calling people, hi, ma'am, how are you? Come closer. Let me tell you why. If you buy one apple of mine, your day can change for the better. Hi, sir. How would you, if you can just stop today for one second and buy some of my biscuit, I'm telling you that your wife's going to love you more. And I would be there, right? Excited, enthusiastic, you know, that's just hockey stand, not knowing that people were looking at me. Yeah. Okay? I mean, they were I, I, I love you. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I love this quote of T.D. Jakes that said, look, if you don't know, where you have to go, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just take a step because where you are may lead to where you need to be so right. that you can be where you have to be. Right. Ah. So God can direct a moving, you know, a moving vessel, but if you're stuck there, he can't direct you. He can just do something. Exactly. Take, take the wrong yeah. step and I'll direct it into the right path. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, 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 so somebody just came to me, the gentleman came to me and said, Hey, listen, I mean, I, I love your energy. You know, I see you every day. How about you come tomorrow morning for an interview? Okay. At, at, at Massmart. So Massmart is a division of Walmart in South Africa. Okay. Now, now the company that I was, I was going to interview for was actually a company that supplied things to Walmart, you know, to, so, so they had, they had different stand across all the country mm-hmm. in all these Walmart shops. Mm-hmm. So I went to the interview. The interviewer's name, you know, was a blonde woman. Uh, she had long hair. And as soon as I opened the door, she looked at me, she's like, whoa, like what kind of confidence you have? Like you got the job just like that, Catherine. I was like, Ooh, okay. Showed up. Like, mm-hmm. What is God doing here? Okay. Abs- so, abs- of course, we're not confused about how the doors got opened, right? It's not some sort of mystical, mystical. It is a God who is wild about his son. Gorgeous. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Sorry. So, so I asked, so what is the job? Um, and then she said, oh, you have to sell vacuum cleaners. Vacuum cleaners? Now, Catherine, you gotta understand, at that point, I was about 19 going, but I had never seen a vacuum cleaner in my life. Yeah. Okay. I mean, at home, we swept with brooms made out of uh, 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 palm trees. Okay. Right, so, so, right. so I, I didn't know what the vacuum cleaner was right. and I had to sell that stuff. So, so I got given <laughs> a little bit script. of pressure there. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So I got given a sales script and I said, okay, cool. So I went home, studied the sales script to the best can, added my bit of a touch and I came back the following day. Now, the following day when I came back, Catherine, from that day, I worked for three years nonstop. Seven days a week, 12 to 15 hours every single day, sometimes going door to door to sell vacuum cleaners and talk to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with the blessing of God, you know, sales kept pouring in all the time. And I mean, I was in a small town, but my sales were surpassing, were surpassing people that were in the major cities. So the head of the companies couldn't understand what was going on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and me not knowing they were 
come and investigate, you know, all the time. And they will see me there at whatever time of the day, or whatever day that they came, I would be there doing my thing. Hi, ma'am, how are you? Come closer. Let me tell you why you need to buy this vacuum for your house. I said, how are you? You can start right now. I will tell you why this is the best machine in the country. And it was a Monday, and I received the letter that, hey, listen, we love what you do. How about you come upstairs, okay? You come and play with the top dogs at the head office in the major cities. Now, going from a vacuum cleaner salesperson, Catherine, I became an area manager handling over 60 people. Six months after that, I became a regional manager handling over, and I mean, when I'm saying handling, I mean managing, managing over 200 people and accounting wow. for sales that are more than $20 million every single year. I was like, whoa, living in a two-bedroom house in a Togo, West Africa, yeah. having days not knowing what to eat or drink, sleeping in a place where I had to battle with the mice for space, right. being at the street corner, right. selling right. things that nobody would want and being where I am right now. I mean, come on, this is, can only be God's doing, right. you know? And, and yeah, so, right. so after that, um, I left there, I started another business and, and that business, to my tough luck, didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it mm-hmm. crashed. And at that point, Catherine, I had lost everything. Okay. Wow. Literally wow. everything. Everything that I had worked for for all those five years at that point, at my own house, I had two cars, I had a beautiful girlfriend. Everything was gone. So the question I asked myself. You a beautiful girlfriend? She, she trucked yeah. it. Well, what is wrong with her? She trucked it. Um, just because things tank, that's really sad. Well, I don't know why she tried to, sorry, not my place to judge. Anyway, keep going. Keep going. We're sorry. But you're right. It was exactly because of <laughs> oh, that. So, 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 so Catherine, um, at that point, I had to ask myself a question. And the question was that, yes, I had the favor of God to be where, I mean, to achieve the things I could, but what was it that was in me? That could, that enabled me to do that. What's what this, this key? What gift did I have? And I understood yes. that it was, it was a gift of communication. It was the gift of being able to speak to people and bring the best out of them. And if any, any sales manager will tell you that, that your job is not to focus on sales, but your job is to focus on how do you bring the best out of people? Isn't that Meet people, What a people God concept, there. right? Because exactly. this is once again, getting past self. And focusing yeah. on the other. That's what love does. It focuses on the other. That's gorgeous. Yeah. And now we're yeah. talking in sales terms. Gorgeous. Oh, keep going. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so that was, that was about four and a half years ago. And I decided to, you know what? I'm going to dive into this speaking and coaching business because, because I mean, this is something that I love to do when I'm speaking yeah. and I'm inspiring people to transform and indeed take the step that they need to take so that they can step into their purpose, their true calling. When I do that, I mean, I don't see time pass. Okay. I, I can do that between today and a thousand years to come. And, and that's, that's, that's where I am right now. And that's what I've been doing for the past four and a half years. It's been an awesome journey, sometimes tough, but you know what? I will not give it up for anything in the world. So basically that is my, my, you know, in summary, my story. Yeah. And, and that is me. That is gorgeous. That is gorgeous. What I really, I mean, and there's so many things I love about that because man, um, you didn't allow your, you know, the, the, I mean, poverty, to give you poverty of mind because mm-hmm. you listened to the right voice. You didn't allow poverty to define who you were. 
And so mm-hmm. you listen to this voice about, wait a second, I was created for something greater than this. There's something in me that's greater than, you know, battling for space with the cockroaches. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, and mm-hmm. then you have this, I mean, and, but let's be very clear in following that voice, you really had to push. This was not yeah. a, wow, I have the favor of God. Ping! No, it's like a little magic wand. You really had to go through whatever it was that you needed to go through because it's like your, your, your face was set like flint. I'm going to follow this voice even when things are reversing. And I'm so connected with it that I'm connected to God within me so that I'm excited about, no, this apple is not an ordinary apple. It's an inspired apple, <laughs> right? And you can like, sell your apple because it's about blessing the other person. That's incredible. But then even in that, getting up to kind of this incredible success with the trappings, um, you know, yay. I mean, you know, it's like he adds all these things um, and then things take. And the, 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 I think what's even a greater success story is after, man, you get slammed again. I am down again. Maybe it wasn't real. Maybe this was all fake. Maybe you could have got, you could have allowed yourself to dwindle in that place, but you're still listening to the same voice and connecting. What is this? It's kind of like the divine within you. What is my, what is that spark? That's, that's me, but then greater than me, right? It's kind of one with God, right? It's greater than me. I'm here to inspire people. I'm here to coach. I'm here to lead. I'm here to inspire. I'm here to help you connect with that divine inspiration within you, who you are in that and who you're one with to drive that. So you fulfill the very reasons that you were created for before the foundation of the world. And that's incredible. And now you're doing it. And I love it because when you hit that zone and it's a journey you know, I think a lot of times God, like we, we, it is necessary to go through these hard pass places, um, yeah. because it's that place where it really purifies who we're relating to, why we're doing it, um, and how we see ourselves, how we see God, how we see other people, how we see our purpose. And like, there's no other way to do that except yeah. for to, push through whatever challenges that are coming up and slapping us in the face and maybe slapping us down when we thought we were up and all that kind of stuff. We all have stories. Um, And then we come out the other side and then you're really tracking with what you were created to do. And that has supernatural power. So yay you, (laughs) yay, yay God, but yay you. Because yeah. that is, that is really, that is inspiring. That's the breath of God breathing on something so that we're greater than what we knew, right? We're mm-hmm. greater. We're tracking and we're tracking with God who's kind of the great one or whatever. That, that's amazing. Well, yay. So now you've written, I think, two books. Is that correct? I looked on Amazon. Is it two? Well, yeah. I mean, two on Amazon, but I've got two other ebooks. So okay. in total, four. Oh, yeah. Four books. Yes. Brilliant. Um, so, and in those books, I'm assuming, I, I honestly didn't get, just tr- full disclosure, I didn't get a chance to read them, but 
um, share some, help us out here because there's wisdom and that you have in those books, whatever you want to share, even, or just taking from your, um, you know, your coaching and your speaking. Yeah. Help us out. Yeah. How do we get there from here? <laughs> yeah. Um, in my, in my book, Be Transformed, mm-hmm. um, a 10 real journey to your true self, which, which actually is, is a guide of how to live mm-hmm. free of fear. Self doubt and low yes. self esteem. And, and, and yes. in that book, I talk about I, I talk about my story. I use my story as an example, okay? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, Catherine. I, I've come to understand, okay? Yes, okay. Some people may argue that um, I have been on Earth for for only a couple of you know twenty nine years, but okay, I, I get that. However, I believe that I was blessed enough to go through enough. To, to, to give me, you know, enough wisdom. And through that wisdom, I came to understand that in life, whatever we go through, it always leads to two paths. Either we build confidence in that, I mean, after that particular thing, or we develop, you know, a, a, a syndrome that I call, um, um, I mean, the syndrome of the three toughest demons of mankind. And those are fear, self-doubt, and low self-esteem. You get what I'm saying? That's so, brilliant. So that is yeah, so, that is wisdom beyond your years. Yes, but it's it's wisdom beyond many of our years because a lot of us we get older we still don't get it. So this is brilliant. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. So so us being able, okay, being able to live a life, okay, in which we are able to step into a zone, and and that's you said it earlier. You know, a zone. I call it the transformation zone or the abluffer zone. I'll talk about that a little bit more. Okay. So, so um, in the 14th century, you know, much, 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 you know, much older before, uh, there were this group of warriors that existed in West Africa. They were called the abluffers, and they only saw you know, abluffers. Okay, great. Yeah. Haven't heard of so, that. So yeah. yeah, so so they only served royalty, you know, they they, they only protected kings and queens. Okay. And and what was particular about these warriors were that I mean there were, were males, there were females in that in that little, you know, this secret service. Very cool. What was particular yes. about, about these warriors were that they never went to any mission or they never they never protected the palace with weapons. They were weaponless. Wow. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they were weaponless. Yeah, even even if they had to, to uh, you know, uh, a fight or a mission or whatever, where all their enemies had weapons, they never ever ever used weapons, and they were chosen only then by nature. Okay, so 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 they were chosen by 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 um, someone spiritual, you know, in the tribe, and that person was chosen nice. by God. Yeah. Wow. So these ablafos were known basically to be consistently in that zone where they experience no fear, no wow. doubt, no wow. no lose. And it doesn't sound like it was an ego thing because sometimes we can get, um, oh. it, we can start in a good place where I'm having no fear because I'm tracking with God. And then we sort of develop an identity where it's about kind of us, like we become our yeah. own source and look at me, I'm the master. And God has called you to master fear, but he doesn't call us to do anything apart from him. Yep, and so yep. it's not about glorifying ourselves. It's about tracking with him. And then the glory that's intrinsically in us is released. And that place doesn't fear. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that is the trap. That the wow. trap is to want to do things 
or thinking that you know you're doing them just by your own mind. Okay? Right. Right. And I mean that, that's where I love you know the quote of Paul that says that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens right. me. Right. Right. So, 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 Catherine, so in, in the book, Be Transformed, I talk about how in our divine nature, okay, as, as create creations yes. of God, yes. how we are called to be in that ablaf zone where we are meant to live yes. and achieve and, and fulfill our purpose by living free. And I mean, free of fear, self doubt and low self esteem because Oh. We not only rely on ourselves, but we, we rely, you know, based on, so we rely on the true laws of the kingdom. And in, yes. the, in those laws of the kingdom, there are no fear, there are no doubt, and there are no sufficiency. And how we do that and is what I tabled in the book, Be Transformed. So, wow. so basically, basically in that book, I, 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 I mean, I talk, I talk about how, yes, for me, my, my, my journey was about, Breaking away, or let me not say was, is about, because yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's ongoing. <laughs> yes. Has anybody so arrived my, yet? I don't think so. Yes. Yeah. Keep, keep going. So my journey is about fighting, you know, the mindset of lack. All right. Now, now listen yes. to this guy. This is going to be very, very important because, yes. you know, I, I don't know who listened to this, but miss this part of the interview. You, you, you miss almost everything. Okay. So right. hear me well on this. Okay. So for me, the journey is about fighting or breaking away the mind, the mindset of lack. Okay. That, that, that was bestowed upon me from my circumstances growing up in a two bedroom house in Togo, West Africa. Right, okay. Right. Now, what now? How about the person that had everything in terms of monetary value, right. but I was told every single day of their lives that they are not worthy? Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's how, a lack mindset. How, mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. How about, how about, how about the wife that is craving, okay, for the love of the husband that continuously turns around and tell her that, yo, listen, I don't love you, but also you'll never be loved by anyone. Yeah. Yeah. How about the, 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 the little boy that was told continuously every single time, you know, or by, by the people around him that he Will never succeed. Yeah. Now yeah. that 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 is the mindset of All these, the, that is the lack that lack they, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 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 my battle might have been to break away from that poverty, yeah. but every single person has their own battle. And how we are able to win yes. that battle yes. is to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And believe that as long as God is on our side, we will come out winners, game changers, and overcomers. And that is so true. And it's kind of more that we're on God's side because God is always championing his kids, but he's not going to champion them to be less than who they are Mm -hmm. and depending on anything else but him. You know, as you remain in me and me and you, you'll bear much fruit apart from me. You can do nothing, nothing of eternal value. We can do lots of things that build up kingdoms to ourselves, but those ultimately crumble. But doing things with him, we're going to do something that will bless the world and be blessed in the process. And he will not let us be less than who we are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Keep going. This is really good. Yeah. <laughs> what else you got? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, so, I mean, uh, talking back to the, this whole concept of, you know, um, living free of fear, mm-hmm. self-doubt and low self-esteem. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, I want to highlight, okay, that it is very, very important that we understand Mm-hmm. That every single body is created with a purpose. Okay. Yes. And, 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 and purpose, I mean, if we had to be a little smart and, and define purpose, I, I would define purpose in the words of Dr. Miles Monroe, another great man that says that purpose is the intent of creation of a thing. And purpose is yes. only defined by is, by the creator of the thing. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, 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 so I believe that, I mean, if, 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 if a tree, if a tree serves a purpose, how about an entire human being? Hello. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, so I refuse, I refuse, okay, to, 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 to subscribe to the idea that we may, I'm sorry, that, that human beings are purposeless. I refuse Hello. that. Thank you. Exactly. We have purpose and everybody has to find that purpose which the creator created them for yes. and step into that and fulfill that. Yes, absolutely. Because, because, because it's when you, you step into that purpose and that's when that's, that search, you know, that search, that, that thing that is in you that's pushing you from left to right. You're trying this today. You're trying that tomorrow. It's not working. You want to do this. You want to do that. That, that, that thing that's pushing you to travel from, from America to Asia and then go back to South America and then come back to middle, middle, uh, middle East. Try, trying to look for something that is not far away, but it's simple as confessing God. Mm-hmm. And when you find that purpose, when you step into that zone, yeah. that is when we're talking about you meeting yourself and you yes. meeting people. Do you get what I'm saying? Purpose and identity are intrinsically linked. So who you are was crafted for a unique purpose and your unique purpose was crafted for who you are. And this was settled before the foundation of the world, before you were ever sent to planet earth. Absolutely. They're intrinsically. So when there's this interplay of identity and purpose and your purpose is not who you are, but who you are is already established and your purpose is an outpocketing, an outgrowth, a byproduct of who you are, but they're intrinsically linked. And you're not yes. until you're really settled in who you are, that purpose won't be fully unveiled or you won't be firing a hundred percent in your purpose because they're interwoven. And it's a, a, a kind of a, a, a living inspired exchange of identity and purpose, but we do get into trouble when we get our identity from our purpose. That's a lot of my testimony. Yeah. Um, but our purpose yeah. is intrinsic as an expression of who we are. And so we're not firing in the fullness of the expression of who we are until we're flowing in purpose. So it's really important, but we, we have to get at least portions of our identity 
settled and secure without fear, right? That confidence, that self-esteem, because you know who you are because the one who created you has really unveiled it to you. And then you walk out in that purpose and it is, there's, there, it's more than just you doing something you were crafted to do and your natural skills, but there's a supernatural empowerment because you are going to run into roadblocks, but that's where you're firing on all cylinders and you are fulfilled. And that is yeah. where you're giving your greatest contribution to humanity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. Sorry, you just no. hit a hot button. Sorry. Didn't mean to take the mic. Here, here's the mic. <laughs> I mean, great, great teaching there. I love, I love, I love, I love all the things you say. And, and you know what? I want to echo on that a little bit. And, yes, please. And, um, and puts, you know, people into this perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and I love using nature. All right. Like, so, so like, let's, let's, let's imagine. You know, like a tree, like a tall tree. Like I usually talk about a baobab tree and the, and you know, Westerners don't all, I mean, I haven't always seen baobab trees. So, so, so think about a mango tree or an avocado tree, whatever tree you can think I think, think we about. ought to think of your tree. Your tree's awesome. Let's do your tree. Let, let's stretch okay. all these little Western things. Let's do that. Yes. Okay. So, 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 so I want you to imagine a tree, okay, like a massive tree. Huge tree guy that has that has you know, all these branches and is covering the forest. Now, what that tree once was was a seed. Okay, so 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 here's the thing. What I'm trying to get at is the size of that tree. Okay, that huge tree was packaged into that little tiny seed. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And that's why I love the quote that says, look at a man as how he could be and he will grow into becoming that. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So, so, so I'm saying, so I'm saying that, I mean, I don't know who's listening to me right now, but, but I am of the ultimate, you know, God given confidence that there is somebody somewhere right now that is that massive tree packaged in that small seed, but that is holding themselves back into unleashing that potential that God has bestowed upon them. Wow. So let me just ask you, sorry. Sorry. I, sorry. You were on a roll and I, I messed with your role. Sorry. Um, I was just going to ask you because you were saying they're this huge tree and yeah. they're packaged in this little seed, but there's yeah. something holding them back. What are, what is holding them back? What yeah. is holding them back from okay. being all they need to be? Let me let, let me tell you a story. Like like I promise at the beginning of the interview to be real. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story. Yes, yes. So in in this journey, um, you know, in in South Africa, like trying this and trying that. I, at some point, was working at this warehouse for this um, white South African. And I'm sorry if I have to use the term white. I use it for a reason because it's if helpful. anybody you what, knows. White is different from any other color and there are implications. So it's okay. You're not being, you're not being yucky. You're being good. Just use it. This is helpful. Okay. So, so if anybody knows the story of, I mean, the history of South Africa, they know that it was, it was a country of apartheid, you know, yeah. where, yeah. where white people are mm-hmm. So, 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 I, I mean, as of today, there are still, uh, uh, traces, you know, like scars yeah. of all those things. So, so, I mean, 
I was working at this point to this, I mean, at this warehouse, you know, where I was, I was that little security guard and that kept the premises and I, and I did everything. I washed trucks. I washed the floors. I was, I was, I did everything on the premise. Okay. Now the work never, never I mean, I'm never, I'm never, ever, ever afraid or scared to work. I loved work, but it was a treatment that I got from this, my, this, my South African white box that left a scar in me. Till today, what was Sorry. happening? Yeah, Martin, Martin so would say things like, Martin, and his name is Martin. Martin would say things like, you are black. You are meant to destroy things. You'll never be anything. The, oh, the, the, day, the day, the day that hurt me the most was that day when I was sent to go and offload more than seven tons of cement by myself. Now it was four, it was 4 p.m. in the afternoon and I had never, eat, I had not eaten a thing. Okay. So I went there and worked and worked and worked in just about 11 p.m. I passed out. Oh. When I came back to the premise the following day, when Martin saw me, he wasn't like, Hey, are you okay? Like, what, what happened? Like, well, you can't back person to a person. Yeah. When Martin saw him, Martin was like, now, when I'm doing this, these are beatings, okay? In your face, in your body, punching everything. Martin was like, hey, you bloody monkey. You will never be anything. You are useless. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, oh, Catherine. Sorry. I mean, so painful. you know, like, like, punch me, beat me with all those words. And, and Catherine, like, I, I gotta tell you something, okay? That's, it, 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 it hit me from the bottom of my soul. Okay, like, like it shook me to my core. I didn't know I stood there. I mean, I, I thought I had grown tough with everything I had been through before that, but you know what? That, that cut I didn't you know the heart. chest. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. My chest just that's came horrible. down. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what? The truth is that there are many people that for me, Martin was the one punching. Okay. But there are other people that have been punched by life. There are other people that have been punched by tougher circumstances. There are people that have been punched by cancer. There are people that have been punched by their own parents. There are people that have been punched emotionally, physically, by the people they love the most. And, and, and when we go through those things, Catherine, on the other side of those things, what is there is pain, okay? On the other side of those things, what is there is fear. On the other side of those things, what is there is self-doubt. What is there is believing ourselves to low self-esteem. Now, I had a choice to listen to Martin and take in what he said to me that, oh, it's true that I am black. I will never be anything. I'm a bloody monkey. I am meant to be nothing. Or listen to what God has written for me that I am created at his own image. Therefore, I can do all things that he can do. So if you ask me, Catherine, that what what holds people's back, Yes, those are the things that hold them back. Are those life experiences that has beaten their potential out of them? Now, what? Now, what I'm trying, what I'm trying to tell these people is that the mark of God has not left you; it's still in you. Yes, okay, what you have to do is step into a place that you take. 
take that bank that you own that, that you forget about the voices of Martin in, in your life, that you forget about the voices of that that is beating you in your life, that you let go of those things that had tried to beat your potential, your God-given ability, the blessings out of you, that you claim back that who you are and you step into that zone where you are invisible. <laughs> Absolutely, you do it. Oh, like this yeah. evil, evil, which voice are you going to live? There's an evil voice telling you you're like less than human. What the hell is that? Um, yeah. or less than or not good enough or dirty or whatever the lies are. It's a lying voice. And then you've got the one in you that's telling you, and you may not even know who it is, but it's the one who's telling you, no, you're everything. I created you to be. Don't listen to it. And that is the battle. It's the battle in the mind. Which voice are you going to listen to? Which voice? Which voice? And it's a daily thing. This is why, we, you know, it's not why I was saying we just don't arrive because I mean, they're, 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 you know, you, you do develop and grow and, and all that kind of thing, but it is a battle because there's always a voice to tell you what you're not. There's always a voice to tell you what you are that you shouldn't be. There's always a voice that will kick you in your most vulnerable place, right? Mm -hmm. In the most vulnerable place. You're a woman, you're nothing. You're black, you're nothing. You're white, you're nothing. You're whatever, you're nothing. You know, you're not, you're, you're poor, you're nothing. Um, mm -hmm. There's always a voice to tell you that. But mm -hmm. there's another voice. And mm -hmm. boy, this is where the battle, and you're going to sometimes have to go really deep because when you're cut to the quick and you're hemorrhaging out, um, you're going to have to go deep to the place that says, God, who do you say I am? See, you know, Jesus suffered this as well. People say this, people that, but what do you say I am? Who do you say I am? That's what the, the Jesus battle was. I really am the son of God. No, I really, no, I really am. And that comes with a bunch of stuff that I don't want to do, but because of love, I will do it. And he had yeah. to battle that in his humanity. And this is yeah. what we battle in our humanity to a human being. And, you know, some people start off so privileged. But, I, you know, it's amazing because peeling back, because I, I do so much coaching myself. And there's people with these like, wow, you have got it made. And, you know, maybe certainly compared to where you came from, they have it made. But there's all sorts of alienation and garbage and crap and hell that they're dealing with. That, you know, a lot of times, um, it, it's just not obvious. Everybody to a human being, the most privileged human being has this battle. And then, you know, and some people, they just have more unfair circumstances, but whatever, whatever the circumstances are, because everybody has unfair, everybody has unfair. And so it's a question of which voice are you going to listen to? Which one are you going to allow to define you and allow to tell you what you were created for? And that's, yeah. that's where the battle is. And that's why you've flourished. Even when you've been slapped down, um, you've always risen to the top again, um, because you listened, you chose, and I'm sure you didn't do it perfectly. None of us do it perfectly. It's not a matter of doing yeah. it perfectly. It's a matter of doing it enough. And continuing to do it. And, you know, when you're successful, because you will get success the way we, you know, externally define it um, with that success will happen to you and whatever those. But you still listen to that voice because you never separate yourself 
from God, who is one you never like, wow, okay, I got it made. I could thank you, Jesus. I'll just take it from here. No, that is setting yourself up for dismal collapse because we, we, we're, we're all of that. We have divine nature in us, but we don't, we can't operate in that apart from God. And so, um, that's incredible. Thank, uh, you know, Stephen, thank you for sharing that story. That's a hard story to share with a white person, right? But thank you for it. That is such an honor. And I'm so sorry you suffered that. It's not okay. okay. Well, I know you've recovered, but it's painful to hear, right? (laughs) That, that anybody suffers from, from being made to feel that way. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that's, that and, and and you know we all have to own where we've made people feel that way, you know even if it's not a black issue it's a whatever it's a woman issue it's a you're not you're poor it's your whatever you're not smart you're fat you know mm-hmm. whatever we hurt each other we got issues like we're nasty yeah. sometimes yeah. so anyway <laughs> don't want to derail it um thank this is amazing that was beautiful thank you for sharing that that helps us that helps us be better. And it's such an insight into it really drove you. I mean, that's a devastating blow, right? And man, like how do how do I recover? Because this is helpful. This is where the rubber meets. How do I recover from a blow like that where I'm made to feel like I'm dirt? How do I recover from that? And you just listen to that same voice that you know he never he never changes. Like he never like changes his story. He never changed. Like, no, this is who I said. No, I'm still saying that. Yeah, I know this, but I'm, this is, yeah, this is who you, now this is what I have for you. And it doesn't change. He may unveil more of it, but it's always the same essence. And that's your safety point. That's the place that you can retreat back to again and again and again, and we'll need to retreat back to it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And True. you're helping us do that. True then. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> That's, that's, that, that, that's what I was made for. You know, that's, that's my purpose. Yeah. That's why you're so beautiful because you're just being you. And in that place of the beauty of who you are, you're doing this beautiful thing to help people, to help all mm-hmm. of us. I mean, I, I, I know this stuff, but you're helping me. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous. Thank you. Catherine, thank Ooh. you for making it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, we're at the top of the hour. Dang, what happened? <laughs> Whee, it went. Oh my goodness. Stephen, thank you. Thank you, first of all, for being Stephen. And, and honestly, for being willing to go through everything you've gone through and, and then coming and sharing it in such an authentic, gorgeous way. That changes lives. You're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I hope you'll come back and please, oh my goodness, Stephen, keep in touch. I want to hear what you're up to, what's happening. How can I champion you in that? You know, whatever. And, uh, and just so you know, clearly Stephen's got some amazing stuff that's just inspired. Um, so I'll have the links for all your contact information. You can, Get stuff on Amazon, all of that. Um, and, and he has freebies. I noticed that he's, he's such a giving person. It's beautiful. Um, so thank you. And I hope you'll come back. Awesome. I, I love, to, I would love to come back. <laughs> yes. 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 Sure. You are loved. Awesome. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, share this. Oh my God. People need to hear this. Share, 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 share. 
And um, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much, Kesha. Yes. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Everybody, have a wonderful yeah. day. And you too, Stephen. Rest of your okay, evening. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Alrighty. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Perspectives with Catherine Toon. For additional information and resources, please visit catherinetoon.com.